Hello, Monetization Nation. I'm Nathan Gwilliam, your host. And today we're going to talk about how to be a lifter. Some of you have heard me tell the story of a time when a website I managed accidentally published two offensive articles. That website had an editorial process in place and the inappropriateness of those two articles should have been caught by that editorial process. And we had a very talented editor who, who very much could have caught and fixed those, those errors. However, the two articles were accidentally published uh, without making it through the normal editorial process, without the editor even seeing them. And as a result, two inappropriate articles were published and many people were offended and there was an uproar on, on social media and very rightfully so. Those articles were offensive and never should have been published. And that was a very stressful time for my team and I to go through. We apologized to many people as, as we needed to do. And one day I was in an elevator I uh, going up the elevator and, and there was a, a man who saw me getting out of the elevator and was aware of the situation uh, that I was going through. And he was getting out, but when he saw me getting in, he got back in the elevator and he rode with me up the elevator and he, he told me a story and he lifted me and he encouraged me. He understood what we were going through. Um, my team and I, and and how we had been attacked, and and how, you know, we were down, and and he he cared about this difficult situation we were going through, and instead of joining in and attacking us, he focused on lifting us, and there were several other people at that company that did that that lifted us, and I'm I'm so grateful for how they they lifted me and and my team through that process. And my big takeaway from that whole situation, obviously there were there are many things we learned from it, implementing better systems and and getting rid of of ways that that articles could slip through and and uh, that inappropriate content could be published and figuring more appropriate ways to handle crisis management and communicate better. There were a lot of of things to learn from that situation. And I'm very grateful for, for those learning opportunities. But my biggest takeaway was this man who followed me up the elevator and focused on lifting me. And it made me want to be a lifter. And I have been trying to figure out how I can be a better lifter. And so here are a few key takeaways that I think we can do as we strive to not be attackers and instead to be lifters. And, and I think as we effectively strive to be lifters, we actually gain more influence. When, we, when someone does something offensive or wrong, makes a mistake like I did, it, it's very natural to want to attack that person. And that's, that's human nature and that's how most people do it. But when we attack somebody, they get defensive, like my team and I got defensive. And our ability to influence change, how we're wanting to see it actually decreases. And if we focus on being a lifter, 
if we seek to listen, if we seek to understand, if we seek to help, if we seek to be open-minded, these, these different traits that can help us lift the other person, our influence actually increases. And our chance to get what we want, maybe to help that person change, help that person see something differently, help, help that person do something differently, like my team and I needed to do. Um, the, the people who lift have a greater influence and a greater ability to impact that change that they're wanting. So here are three simple steps on how we can strive to be lifters. Number one, we can seek understanding. I love Stephen Covey's book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I read it in high school and it has, has highly influenced uh, my business career and my life. And one of those seven habits is seek first to understand before we seek to be understood. Conversely, when we attack, an attacker seeks to blame and shame. When we do this, we're not listening. We are not seeking to understand. We're not seeking to fix or solve any problems. We're actually making it worse. We are creating conflict and strain between that person and our ability to influence that person or that situation actually decreases. When we attack and blame, the other person becomes defensive and hurt. Um, and, and the learning opportunity very likely will get lost. Instead, we could focus on being a lifter, seeking that understanding. And when we do that, we might find out that there's a different perspective or, or something that we didn't understand about why that person did what they did or why that mistake happened or what they're doing to fix it or resolve it. Uh, a man named Spencer W. Kimball once said that even if we've walked a mile in someone else's shoes, we still can't judge them. And when we attack, we are not showing the person that we care about them. When we seek to understand and listen, we are showing that we care. And people don't care what we know until they know that we care. The Dalai Lama said, only the development of compassion and understanding for others can bring us the tranquility and happiness we seek. John Locke said, the improvement of understanding is for two ends. First, our own increase of knowledge. Secondly, to enable us to deliver that knowledge to others. If we attack others, it makes it very hard for us to deliver that knowledge in an effective way that it's going to be received. When we come at it from understanding, it makes it a lot easier that the other person's going to listen to that knowledge that we want to share. The second way that we can be a lifter is to be open-minded. We shouldn't just jump to conclusions. Often we're only seeing a small piece of a bigger picture, and we don't really understand what's going on. George Bernard Shaw said, those who can't change their minds can't change anything. And the third way that we can strive to be lifters in our life is to give forgiveness and grace. I love the word grace. That's one of my favorite words in the entire English language. Colossians 3.13 says, quote, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye, unquote. One of my favorite examples of this from the Bible is when Christ is on the cross and he prays, Father, forgive them for they know not what they're doing. Even Christ, who's being tortured and killed by these persecutors, sought to give grace. Lewis Smedes said, Quote, to forgive 
is to set a prisoner free and discover that prisoner was you. I recently read a story in Forbes, and it talks about Nelson Mandela and how after the apartheid ended and he had spent 27 years in prison, he forgave his oppressors and encouraged many of his party members to do the same thing. He told them, quote, forgiveness liberates the soul. It removes fear. That is why it is such a powerful weapon, unquote. However, in comparison to that, Robert Mugabe chose bitterness. He chose vindictiveness. He chose hatred against the white Zimbabweans and the nation's black citizens who opposed him. He even encouraged supporters to forcibly occupy white-owned commercial farms in Zimbabwe. And that may seem logical because those white farmers were oppressing them. However, the problem was is those farms were the breadbasket of Southern Africa. And during Mugabe's rule, unemployment, using this strategy and other strategies, rose to between 70 and 80 percent. Life expectancy fell. In 2008, Zimbabwe's inflation is estimated to have hit 6.5 sextillion percent, which made the national currency essentially worthless. There was a cleanup campaign that targeted the slums where his most hardened opponents lived, and that left 200,000 people homeless. I love this example and how it shows how Nelson Mandela let go and forgave and became a lifter of not just his people, but, but the entire country. And on the other side, it contrasts how when we hold on to that bitterness, that anger, when we become an attacker, uh, it, it hurts everybody, even the people that, that we love. When we choose to forgive, when we choose to lift, it increases our ability to influence change for good and receive what we want. I think Nelson Mandela and Mugabe both wanted the same thing. They wanted equality. They wanted to be treated fairly, but one of them chose to be a lifter and was able to receive that to a much greater extent than the person who chose to be the attacker. So that's my message for today. As we seek understanding, as we have an open mind, as we give forgiveness, we can become lifters and we can increase our ability to influence for good. Thanks for joining me for this episode. If you enjoyed it, you can download my free ebook about passion marketing at passionmarketing.com. You can also follow Monetization Nation on any of our social channels, on our YouTube channel, or on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for joining me for this episode, and I wish you success as you strive to be a lifter.